0: Hi Morgan. Hi Joe. As per usual, before we get to our actor in the understudy, um, have you seen anything lately?
1: Yes, I saw Aladdin. Wow! I know. And here's the thing. I was one of those people who saw the trailer and I wasn't super impressed by how Will Smith looked. I just thought the CGI looked kind of bad. And I think when you love a character so much and I grew up loving Aladdin and I loved Robin Williams take on the genie, I think everybody did. It's hard not to compare. Then I saw the movie, and I loved Will Smith's take on the genie. I really did. Like, you just have to not compare. You can't. And what's great is Will Smith brought Will Smith to the role. He's not pretending to be another actor He's or, or another character. Like, it's Will Smith
0: yes, as the genie. His <laughs> original genie is Robin Williams, right? Yeah, And that's uh, those are tough shoes to it, fill.
1: Very tough. So once you get past it's not Robin Williams – He did a great job. Mina Massoud plays Aladdin, and he's our Canadian boy.
0: Shout out to... Is he from Toronto? I think he's from Toronto. No, he's from Toronto,
1: Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because when he came to do press, it was a big deal that he'd come home to Toronto. Love it. Yeah, so he did a great job as Aladdin. Once again, another iconic character. And his singing's great, and he's really funny in it. But I think for me, the standout was Naomi Scott. She played the Pink Power Ranger a couple of years ago in the rebooted film. It did okay at the theaters. It wasn't actually bad. But she plays Princess Jasmine, and she killed it. She's she so it. good. Yeah, and, and uh, she's in the upcoming Charlie's Angels film. So I think she's going to be like a huge star.
0: Are they rebooting Charles a- Charlie's Angels?
1: Uh, yeah, and Kristen Stewart, I believe, is in it. Oh, She's like one of the main girls. Yeah, okay. and there's another one. Yeah, like who's I've, the third? I don't know. I'm not too okay. familiar with her. She's gorgeous, but I'm not too familiar with her as an actress. And then the director you would know, oh, I'm... Elizabeth Banks.
0: Is directing? Yeah. Oh, wow. I
1: know, so it's going to be kind of oh, cool. Oh,
0: so she has... Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: So it should be fun. Anyway, Aladdin was just exactly what you would want, in my opinion, of a live action version of one of your favorite Disney animated films. The dancing, the singing, it was great. I is really had a good time.
0: Same soundtrack, same songs.
1: Yeah. Uh, Naomi Scott has a new song that she sings. is a very empowering song, which is kind of cool. Okay. And
0: Whole I, New World, d- all that's still there. Oh my gosh. Obviously. Yes.
1: And it's just, you know, sometimes these live action adaptations don't. You know, they don't translate as well. Some are really good. I, th- I thought Cinderella was really good. Okay.
0: Did you like Beauty and the Beast?
1: Uh, oh, I loved Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, okay. I, I didn't see Dumbo, but I know some people had some issues with Dumbo. So sometimes they work, sometimes they don't. But I loved it. And I thought it was really great. And it did super well at the box office.
0: Okay, so see, I've been so out of touch because of the Raptors and being on my. Um,
1: (laughs) You're allowed, you're allowed. It's okay. You're in Raptors fever right now. But
0: Aladdin, so it's out right now.
1: Yeah, it's out. It came out a couple of weeks ago.
0: Okay, because I remember when I saw the trailer myself, I was. Oh, I know. I wasn't excited about it.
1: No, me neither. I know, I hear you. It was a bit of a letdown, but.
0: For you, it delivers.
1: It definitely did. I brought my boyfriend and I said it was for work, which is true because I was going to be talking about it on ET Canada the next day. And he was like, fine, fine, whatever. I think he secretly wanted to see it. He really liked it (laughs) too. I saw him giggling. I was like, wow. And he's not a musical, you know. But would you
0: call this a musical?
1: Well, there's a lot of singing. Okay. Yeah. But it's, it's.
0: Is it's, it them actually doing the singing? Like Will's doing the singing? And uh,
1: yes. Oh, yeah. And once again, Will Smith puts his own spin on it. Like, it's pretty cool.
0: Nice. Yeah, nice. yeah they
1: do their own songs. And the lead,
0: he sings the mm-hmm. big. Big oh, numbers. Wow. Like,
1: I think my favorite number in the film is um, when he's coming into the palace and it's like, make way for Prince Ali. Yeah. And you remember, like, they're like all the elephants and it he's basically showing off all the goods he has as a prince to impress princess Jasmine. And it's a very over the top number and it's so fun.
0: Wow. So you're giving this thumbs up.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, I went in with low expectations because I wasn't super impressed by the trailers. And I think sometimes that's a good thing. (laughs) <laughs> because yes, I wasn't yes. going and being like, my childhood, this is going to be the greatest <laughs> thing ever. and then
0: Yes, welcome to Lion King coming up. There's yeah. a bit of pressure there.
1: Well, yeah, they're already saying Lion King is going to be huge. It's going to be probably one of the biggest uh, live-action adaptations um, well,
0: I believe in terms just, of
1: box office. Yeah,
0: it's just in terms of its uh, appeal.
1: Oh, yeah. It's crazy. And, and, you know, Lion King is on a lot of people's lists of, like, their favorite Disney uh, Yes, childhood Disney movie, film. Disney like, film, oh, yes. yeah. It's up there. And then, of course, the cast is going to be amazing. Hopefully. Bananas. What about you as I gush all over Aladdin?
0: Well, we have to talk about the fact that Game of Thrones <laughs> has ended. And now that this has aired past our finale predictions. And you were right, Bran.
1: Yeah. So if you go and watch our our watch. I'm so TV. If you go and listen to our last podcast, we made a prediction. It was right Denzel. before the finale.
0: Denzel Washington.
1: Yeah. And I said Bran. I, I think I even said I didn't want him to to take it, but with his whole storyline and the three-eyed raven, I was like, it can't just end. Yeah. Like, there has to be more to it. So, I predicted Bran would take down Throne, and he did.
0: Bananas. Yeah. I. Oh, man, what are your thoughts on... Did we talk about what your thoughts are on... The, I know I was saying I was disappointed this season, and that it should have ended in the third uh, episode.
1: Yeah, I... You know, I actually... I really loved the finale. I know the finale got a lot of hate online. Uh, I just don't know what people were expecting. Like, I did not expect Jon Snow and Daenerys to ride off into the sunset together. Um, I didn't expect, to be honest, one of my favorite characters like Arya. I could say, sure, I want Arya to take the Iron Throne, but I, I get, that's not Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is unexpected. It has been since season one, so... Uh, I liked that it went to Bran. I liked how everybody else, like I liked, um, where everybody else ended up. The Daenerys storyline's the big issue that everybody had. And although I didn't have a problem with what she did, because I think if you go back in other seasons, you can tell some things that she would do and say that sort of kind of led to believing she could go this bad and this, this bad. dark, but it was too quick. So I will say that you almost needed two seasons of gearing up for that. Whereas all of a sudden everyone loved Daenerys and then boom, she's killing a whole village of innocent people with her dragon. You're like, what?
0: And big time needlessly.
1: It, well, yeah. So it, it, I think if they had let it breathe a bit more and really built it up, I think that would have been the effect they were looking for. Um, but by the end of, you know, spoilers by the end of the episode, when she gets killed, you're kind of like, okay.
0: You sort, kind of saw that one. Yeah. A little bit.
1: A little, but then of course, a lot of people were mad, but I do love that the dragon burned down the, uh, iron throne. I thought that was cool.
0: Oh, <laughs> I had a lot of problems with this finale. What? First off, the dragon burning out the throne. Yeah. And then first teasing that he's actually going to burn, uh, uh, Jon Snow, who he probably couldn't because he's a Targaryen. That's very true. Um, but, yo, he just killed your mother.
1: I, but it's like the dragon knew that, that, she, that,
0: was the, that she was off the, well, off yeah. the reservation. And
1: just because he's a dragon, she forced him to kill all those innocent people. I'm just saying. Maybe the dragon he, didn't. Well, did anyone ask the dragon if he wanted to do that?
0: When she says Drakaris, <laughs> he could say maybe not now. Maybe I, not these people. I don't think so. If that's uh, a command he has to follow. Maybe not. Maybe just at the Red Keep. Um, <laughs> True.
1: Don't get me wrong. She could have just gone at the Red Keep. The I agree Hound with you. versus
0: the Mountain was a great scene for See, me. See, it Epic was. A, here's me.
1: the thing. You and I are so different. It was a great scene because I do like the Hound, but I forgot that that was his brother. brother. I forgot yeah. that they had an issue. So now I'm watching this duel, and I was yeah. like, "What? What's? Who cares?" I think there was. just I love Little, the Hound little
0: things each scene that bugged the f out of me. <laughs> So if we're talking <laughs> throne, John kills um, Daenerys, Daenerys, and the, the dragon in- is like, "Okay, you killed my mom. I'm gonna take off." See, so ya. Yeah. Um,
1: <laughs> well, he wanted to give her a proper burial.
0: But <laughs> no, he takes her away, and that's it. And you would think it would be him being like recognizing John is a true Targaryen, true heir, whatever. Come back and mm-hmm. be John's servant, unless he wants to be now a wild dragon. Anyways,
1: but he never wanted to be a leader.
0: B. I'm happy Arya died, and now she's like.
1: Arya didn't die. I'm
0: sorry. I'm happy she didn't die. Oh yeah, because <laughs> that was my worst fear, and she was yes. my favorite character. So me too.
1: Like, I love uh, her.
0: Don't mess with Arya. No, all I of agree. Sudden, she's going on a West Coast vacation, but that
1: made sense to me. She oh, wants to go and explore.
0: That. I know she's an explorer. I guess a part of me kind of thought she was going to give it all up and actually be like thrown off by all the killing and, mm-hmm. and be traumatized and go yeah. back. To the guy she lost her virginity to with.
1: Oh, oh, Gendry? Gendry. Gendry?
0: Gendry? Anyways, I thought she would go back to him and be like, I want to put that. Like, I'm done with all of that. Yeah. The traumatized look in her face in the episode before with the smoke and the ash, I thought she was like, wow, I've seen too much death. Yeah. The last thing I want to do is see more. But- and then, <laughs> who's next? Who else? We well, the Sansa, Hound and Mountain.
1: I, I like that she became queen of the yes. north. So Love I, that storyline. Love Tyrion. I had her
0: winning story the throne. Line. Yeah. So she won her own throne. But so she did. I get a couple points.
1: Yeah, a couple. Um,
0: Sansa's saying, all right, the north, uh, we want to be our own independent Independent because
1: state. they always have been. Which
0: is fine. But there's four other people there that are... Do you think one of them would be like, oh, yeah, maybe we want independent too? Like, there's people that are mm-hmm. like, no, no, well." We'll kneel before uh, Bran the Broken. <laughs> Third of all, uh, how do you go from almost executed to Hand of the King? Like, well, and Tyrion, it, it, do you have it, to have him in chains winning everybody over? Well, and, yeah. Uh, don't get me wrong, I love the doc seeing um, uh, Tyrion, uh, what's his real name again?
1: Uh, Peter Dinklage
0: Peter Dinklage practicing his lines for that final monologue because it's oh, right. pretty much yeah. the monologue to wrap up the series
1: 100% and it like to me over as a whole fine but there are so many <laughs> great moments and the whole Tyrion speech I, ju- I think Tyrion's storyline he- has been my favorite best, yes. it's the most evolved it's you know even his moments with his brother before his brother died
0: oh, those were good moments
1: oh, god wasn't that so good oh uh, yeah anyway. no
0: his stuff with jamie throughout all oh, the seasons was so great i love thing. jamie
1: jamie's one of my favorite characters yes
0: talk about love evolution anything
1: yeah well yeah. but uh, then even
0: speaking of the queen sorry mountain hound fighting he's with the queen yeah oh yeah uh Queen's like I'm gonna take off. Yeah, she's like I'm just gonna sneak around, scurry around. That's you guys take care of each other, fighting, have fun. Um, that was a bit like I don't know. There was just many things that I was like, um, okay.
1: Yeah. Well, you better not be one of those people who signed a petition because I think that's no, because there's no redo.
0: There's no redo.
1: Not only that, but who are you you to say you could do it better? You just watch these showrunners put their whole lives into how many seasons, and it wrapped up too quickly. I would agree with that, but overall it was very satisfied and I was very happy that we had those characters and those stories in in our lives. Okay. Am I being too happy ending?
0: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I just, okay, I'll let
1: that Look, I was in London, England at 2am watching it and and I was happy.
0: (laughs) I found Big Bang Theory of all things.
1: Yeah, you watched that.
0: I feel like that finale was more moving to me. I don't
2: know. I
1: did I just hear it's very
0: emotional. I just wanted some, I don't know, some positive emotion. Yeah. Everyone in this one seemed resonant, but there was no, and they tried to inject humor, and I felt it was at the wrong time. Yeah. But fair enough. We will lay the Game of Thrones. <laughs> <today>. We'll wait <laughs> to, we'll, we'll have to discuss uh, when the, I guess the spinoff is going to be. um, A prelude to all of this, right?
1: Yeah, like I know a lot of people wanted Aria because now that she's gone off on her own adventures, people were like, perfect, this is a perfect idea for a story. And they were like, not going to happen because yes, they're doing prequels.
0: Yes, they're going to do prequels. But I would never say never with other stuff because... You never know. Wow.
1: It's a money maker.
0: The fans have spoken. Yeah. Yeah, no, lately I've just been watching... um, Raptors mm-hmm,
1: Of course
0: And of course Huge our- Everyone's
1: watching it right now The, the president Ex-president ex, That's the wrong thing Former president Former president Obama Barack Was Obama. here In the audience At Scotiabank Watching game two
0: Yes with the commissioner It's crazy It's I pretty cool yeah, no. This is uh, not since the All Star game has there been such a national, international spotlight on Toronto.
1: No, I did not know that. This is the first time a uh, NBA Finals game has been played in Canada, in not Canada. outside the U.S. Yeah, I, I, I did not know that. That's so cool.
0: Yes, thanks to the officiating, there is never no <laughs> <laughs> I'm part of the. I'm part of the. I guess you could say conspiracy theorists about fans what that. The NBA doesn't want a Canadian team ever in the finals or to go too far.
1: So you think in 24 I've years we could have had more opportunities? Oh, to there do was that? A, I
0: don't know yeah. if I compiled the amount of 50 yeah. 50 calls that went to the other team. Interesting. It just feels a little too much, especially when they break down the the millions that are lost when it comes to any games That's played in Canada. That's actually very true. Just because. Because
1: of people betting. Is that what uh, you mean? Like, what do you no. mean by millions lost?
0: Uh, national broadcast rights. They have to fly oh. their whole staff across. All these things that come across that as an extra thing for them to cross over to oh. shoot and cover. And, like, that's why in the playoffs, like, yeah. I don't no, it's just an extra thing.
1: Right. I would not have thought of that, but you're absolutely right.
0: Yeah. All ticket mm. sales. Everything's all coming and staying in here. But, mm.
1: Interesting.
0: Let's go back to this understanding.
1: (laughs) I know, I'm really excited to talk about this actor.
0: Yes, before we get to Mr. George Clooney, uh, cue the opening. In a world where pods are everywhere, one actor waits in the wings. For the people that brought you stuff you probably never heard of comes... The understudy. George Timothy Clooney.
1: Timothy, I like it. I think I can see that.
0: You can see that, huh?
1: George Timothy. Maybe not together, but yeah.
0: Probably, many would argue, and I would argue, probably the most charming Hollywood box office star that we've ever done.
1: Right, and to get an inside scoop, he is one of the best people to interview.
0: I love to hear that stuff.
1: No, he is what you see when he's in interviews and how charming and he laughs all the time. Like, that's him. I've I've interviewed him before and I was blown away. And then I've worked with tons of people who've interviewed him numerous times over the years. And and they all say he's the best up there with Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks doesn't do as much uh, interviews, but uh, on that same level of just a really nice guy. And he gives you 100% every single, single. even if you've, even if one of your questions has been asked like 300 times that day, he still answers it as if it's the first time he's been asked. He's just a class act.
0: See, I love that. And I love that I've heard that about Will. Yes. And I've heard that. I've interviewed Will too. um, Super nice. Jim Carrey.
1: Oh, I haven't interviewed him.
0: um, People that always say that they're grateful and I don't know, they just embrace it all.
1: Well, I feel like these actors, a lot of them weren't like children actors they s- struggled in their teens or in their 20s like they knew what it was like not to be
0: yeah
1: huge and i mean Will Smith but he also appreciates you know he he talks about his childhood and where yeah. he came from and like
0: hey he's a special one yeah George when was the first time you you saw George on um, the screen small screen or a, or a big small
1: screen small screen er okay uh, and no, Roseanne, yes, without knowing probably who he was. And then ER, I just remember, and I don't know if I watched a lot of ER, but I just remember everyone thought he was super hot. Is that, yeah. is that he was ER, right? Yeah, he
0: was probably the original McDreamy, movie, yeah. if you will. Yeah. Um, when it came to medical <laughs> right. shows, yes.
1: Yeah, and then um, uh, I, I don't even know the first movie I saw him in.
0: Well, he did before ER, which I guess he left. What well, my research said he left in. Oh, sorry, before ER was Roseanne, mm-hmm. which he left in ninety one. But he was on it from eighty eight to ninety one.
1: Oh my god, was he really?
0: So in eighty eight he was twenty seven.
1: Oh, so he started a little later. I love that.
0: But before that, he was oh. on a show called Facts of Life.
1: Oh, geez. Okay, never mind. <laughs> I know Facts of Life, but I did not. See him yes, in it.
0: from 85 to 87.
1: You take the good, you
2: take the bad, you take them both, and there you have the facts of life. The facts of life. There's a time you gotta go and show you grow, and now you know about the facts of life. The facts of life.
0: Everyone talks about ER because there was a special circumstance where they were paying is it Anthony Edwards, the yes. other star? Um something where the right before he was in negotiations where he could have started making pretty much a million an episode like Anthony Edwards. Oh my god. At that time that was huge. Yeah. He was like, I want more, and I want to be on the big screen. Like he wanted to do films. Wow. Yeah. The first time I saw him. On the movie what was the first movie you saw? Mine would probably be From Dusk Till Dawn.
1: <gasps> oh right.
0: Where I just remember him having this crazy I don't know, tattoo. Yeah. And then everyone of course remembers Samuel Hayek as the snake python bikini.
1: Yeah. You you know which one that I remember most because I saw it like at a birthday party when I was a kid. One fine day with Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Pfeiffer.
0: Pfeiffer. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, after ER, they want to put him in a rom-com right yeah. away. One Fine Day was 96. Same year as uh, Dusk Till Dawn.
1: Oh, no way. Crazy. I no, no, I would have thought there was at least a five-year gap there.
0: Crazy, right? Yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, so here, 96, he was 35 in both of those. Wow. He was
1: yeah. still like, in my mind, Let's him starting out his film career at 35. That's cool. Yeah, totally. I love hearing that stuff.
0: Yeah, no. Means this, there's
1: still a chance for you and I no, i just kidding. There is a chance
0: <laughs> Thank goodness I'm turning 32 <laughs> I'm,
1: not, I'm not even turning 32 um,
0: <clears throat> Alright, so let's get to your first Okay Pick
1: Okay My first pick is The Descendants Alex?
3: Dad? <laughs> What's up, Dad? <laughs> What's happening? You need to come home and see your mom I'm the backup parent, the understudy. I thought you were supposed to be getting your act together.
1: I've been doing really well, actually. Nobody ever seems to notice that.
3: And with Elizabeth, my wife, in the hospital, my daughter's attesting me.
1: Look who's here! Get out of my underwear, you freak! Oh, no, OK. Don't Back I inside,
3: now!
2: Real good job you're doing.
3: We have to go through this thing together, you and Scotty and me.
0: Dad, this is said He's going to be with me. I'll be a lot more civil with him around.
3: Sup, bro? Don't ever do that to me again. I have to go around and tell people what's happening. The family and a few close friends.
2: I don't want to talk about mom with anyone.
3: Look, whatever you two fought about, you have to drop it. Grow up.
2: You really don't have a clue, do you? Ted, mom was cheating on you. I came
1: out in 2011, and basically, to me, this was... Such a well-rounded performance from him because his wife gets in this accident and is in a coma and then he finds out, so of course he's upset, and then he finds out that his wife was cheating on him right before this and was probably going to leave him. So now he has to deal with that. Then he has two daughters who he doesn't get along with the oldest one and so there's issues there. And the, the whole film is centered around him owning this massive property in Hawaii that's come down from generations to generations and family members want him to sell it because they're they're all make tons of money so there's a lot of conflict there's a lot of moments in the film where nothing's happening it's just him interacting with his family but to me it really showcased him as an actor I was so connected to him I love Shailene Woodley plays the older daughter who he has some issues with I love their relationship and you can see it on George Clooney's face like when he's looking at his wife She's hooked up to tubes. She's going to die. There's no chance that she's going to come out of this coma. And he's so upset. And it's it's the final scene where he has to, I think, decide to turn off the machines.
0: Respirator, yeah. Yeah.
1: And he's, he's been angry at her this whole film. And you almost are like, dude, do you even care? Your wife's in a coma, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: But he breaks down. He has this moment. And I was... I, it's just such a great film and I thought it was such a great performance from him it was tough choosing between this one or Up in the Air I also love Up in the Air I thought he was so stellar in that film but there's something just so moving about his performance and his connection with his daughters and the descendants
0: Oh, no, great film. It. also because I have family in Maui
1: yeah so the
0: Hawaiian I guess disposition of a lot of the characters in the, Yeah. it really uh, it was it was right on it was morning. well done yeah. okay good but oh man, I guess it was such a emotional downer this film.
1: It is. It 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 there's not a lot yeah. of feel-good moments. That's very no. true. Like there's it so many. He starts off he's ups- right away. Yeah, and he's conflicted like the whole film for a number of reasons. Yes. Yeah.
0: And you really feel like this is a guy struggling with finding out his <laughs> wife who he wants to pull through and work it out right. with is cheating on him. And then he realizes it's like a one-way conversation and a one-way like he has no one to yeah he's and when those scenes when he's expressing to her and she's
1: and he's angry and like half the time he doesn't want to be there and you're like huh this is an interesting film but then there's that moment at the end and it's this the betrayal he's had he just like lets it go and ugh. I just thought, my goodness, he is. Yeah, I think he got nominated for a Golden Globe. It did win the Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay.
0: What would um, be your favorite scene? Would
1: there be one? Would it be that one? It would be the one at the end, just because it came as a surprise to me. I didn't, I I got choked up and I didn't expect that because he has this very distant, obviously she's in a coma, so you're right. There's like a one-way relationship here that we're seeing, but you really got the sense that He, although he's been angry and he's mad at her, I mean, she's dying and he's got to let her go. And oh, there's it's just that scene when he's in the hospital talking to her. I just thought it was so great, Joe. I'm gonna get upset. Goodbye,
3: Elizabeth. Goodbye, my love, my friend.
0: I rewatched this before this because like you, I was like up in the air and The Descendants were great films, but I was like, man, this is a downer. It <laughs> is.
1: It's, you got to be in the right mood to watch. I think I've probably only watched it once because yeah, it's not it's, a film. It's a heavy film. Right. That I watch over and over again. But I just thought for him, I thought it was one of his best, I'm going to say it's his best performance in my he opinion.
0: He was nominated for best actor. I'm looking here.
1: For for an Oscar for the
0: Descendants, yes.
1: Cool, yeah, because I think nominated. he won but nominated, but for a Golden Globe. Check the Golden Globe.
0: Golden Globes, he won for. Uh, he won for Best Actor yeah. for a Golden Globe. Yeah, yeah.
1: but I'm yeah. glad he got nominated because I th- I thought this was a really good performance from him.
0: Yeah, no, it.
1: Uh, I know it's rough though. It's a did rough you, film. Did you like Shailene Woodley in it?
0: Yes, and yeah. this was her launching pad, and yeah. she has like, been on fire since.
1: Yeah, because she did that Life of she did a TV show for a long time
0: oh I didn't even see her on the show this was the first time I saw her I don't know and then then she just kept going and then she signed on for that um,
1: yes that trilogy trilogy,
0: and then it was on from there yeah okay so your favorite scene would be the time that he
1: basically lets her go like you've just seen it so is there a scene where he's like kind of angry at her but he gets upset
0: Mm. there's a lot of um, first person in his head um lines right? yeah yeah. This film? yeah
1: I just felt it although there was good secondary characters and I love the daughters it just felt very like you were on George Clooney the whole film and it's it's a quirky film he's quirky in it like there's some really quirky moments and yeah it's a
0: unique situation yeah for
1: sure. and uh but I, I just really liked it I was surprised because I hadn't really seen him do something quite like that before
0: Okay. Okay. I like that. That's an interesting choice.
1: I know. I didn't think I was going to go there, but I did.
0: Now, mine, first one, I bet you a lot of the listeners have not seen it, and it's 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 pretty recent. Yours was The Descendants 2011. Yeah. Mine was just the year before, and it's The American.
3: Hello? It's Jack. out consider it your last job you don't even have to pull the trigger
2: you are american
3: Let's see. working vacation
2: you are the hands of a craftsman
3: you are good with machines i do i'm good at the belgians think someone might have put a tail on you you've got a long list of enemies jack I told him no one gets close to you. They don't.
2: You're a good man, but
3: you uh, have a secret. You have done much sinning. All men are sinners. Everything I've done, I've had good cause to do. You kids stay forever.
0: Take me with you.
3: A man can be rich if he has God in his heart. I don't think God's very interested in me,
1: Father. I heard about it, but I did not, I haven't seen it.
0: Well, it was, I I believe it was at TIFF too, or at least different festivals, but um, it's directed by Anton Corbin. Okay. And he, he doesn't done much. He's only directed that movie from years back, Control which was on the Joy Division uh, lead singer.
1: Okay. Um, No, I did not. I wouldn't have seen it. Ian
0: Curtis, but it was played by Sam Riley, who people might know more from. Oh, I love Sam Riley. Yeah, amazing. Speaking of guys with great voices, when he did On the Road.
1: So wonderful. Oh,
0: man. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. That's also something for you guys to see. But The American, this film, it's one of those where it slows right down, like old school cinema. Cool. And... I love that it's taking place in Italy because it's a backdrop that just, I don't know, it just makes it all the more believable. But the premise is um, it starts off with what we know later is George Clooney with a woman up in a a cabin. It looks kind of like wintry and he is walking with her in the snow and she notices tracks and she's like, Oh, I thought we were the only ones up here. Oh, that's creepy. Maybe it's deer. And immediately George is like, let's get back to the cabin and like all of a sudden shots ring out and there's someone trying to shoot at them. And that's how the film starts. Cool. And what's even eerier is that he ends up killing this assassin. Cause he pulls out a gun and she's like, "Uh, why do you have a gun? And then after shooting the assassin, he realizes his cover is blown and he kills her. And they are like, they made it seem early on they're a couple having fun. And he's like, I have to kill. So he kills her and then cuts <laughs> And then he tries to find out who this. I guess because he's an assassin, he calls his handler and is like, what the F happened? I thought I was cool here. I was invisible. Find out who these Swedes are. They're just, he just finds out that the killers are Swedish. Anyways, he gets on a plane ticket and says, you got to get away. Go somewhere. Here's a ticket. The car is waiting. Da-da-da. Ends up in a town in Italy. In Abruzzo, I guess. But a, a, a nice. small town. And then the whole premise is he tells his handler, one more and I'm done. Like, I'm doing one more job. Don't tell anyone where I am. And so the whole premise is he's in a small town in Italy. And there's all these little things that happen where he's trying to lay low, but he falls for a local girl. Of course. Um, played by, her name is Clara, but she's played by Violante placido okay she plays clara and this woman like screams (laughs) young sophia loren yes if i like sophia loren monica bellucci oh i love monica bellucci like stunning so george as an assassin is trying to stay separated he ends up going to a brothel and ends up just falling for this local prostitute who ends up it's Clara. Cool. They form a cool relationship outside of the brothel, and they actually start falling in love. And and um, so there's that side, and then George notices there's someone following them, so there's all that suspense.
1: Cool. All
0: along a backdrop of a small Italian town. And that's kind of the way, it, I don't know, there's just so many, the way the story's told, and the and it's very, there, there probably isn't a ton of lines for anybody. hmm It's one of those films that the story is told by moments Mm -hmm. and a lot of silence, which I guess leaves you to be like, what the, like, it really brings you in. I don't know. I highly recommend it. And it's probably one of my favorite. Um, At first I was going to easily, it was easy to justify choosing one of the Ocean's 11, 12, 13s that I love.
1: I know you're a huge fan.
0: Which I love, but because those are ensemble films, I didn't. And... And I loved Gravity, but again, he was just more of a supporting for Sandra, who we've used. But this film, yeah, he plays an assassin. And I, How old is he at this time? So this is 2010, so he's 49. And oh, my
1: God, really?
0: He's 49, and there's some scenes where he's doing push-ups and working out. He looks
1: great. And my goodness. Yeah,
0: and and it's hard to believe that this was nine years ago, but it's a great film.
1: You just heavily sold me on this just on the backdrop alone. In oh Italy. my gosh.
0: <laughs> not only will this make you want to visit a small town in Italy, um, but um, for all the men out there, they're like stunning. Like I love that they did not use like, not that I have anything against the Scarlet or Angelina Jolie, but the fact that all the supporting cast are relatively unknown in the U.S. market. Cause right. apparently she's a singer um, in Italy and, mm-hmm. Um, there's another female assassin who's also gorgeous who is big in Finland. Okay. Um, so, yeah. I don't know. You have to see this film and let me know what you think. I will. So that's The American 2010. Awesome. See, I couldn't even name a f- favorite scene because it's so not dialogue-y. Oh, my gosh. It's literally cool. him getting on the phone being like, to his handler like yeah. one more and I'm out and some small conversation between him and the uh Clara who's his love interest but nothing extensive it's very um i don't know it's very stylized but in a, yeah, in, that's a what I was thinking. in an old school cinema like it really brings you in and the old italian city serves as the perfect backdrop to
1: yeah. I'm legit gonna go home and watch that instead of the Bachelorette tonight. <laughs> that's a tough that's a tough thing for me that's to do. But that you do. sold me. <laughs> I'm just kidding, I'm gonna watch the Bachelorette. I'll watch it after.
0: <laughs> the American will still be there. Yeah. Um So now we have the unfortunate but fun way of picking our least favorite George
1: Clooney. Okay, so I'm gonna make this quick because your choice is so much fun to talk <laughs> about. Uh, I'm going to say Tomorrowland. And here's the thing. You need to know that I'm a big Disney fan. So I love, I've been to Disney World, Disney... Actually, I've never been to Disneyland in California, but I've been to Disney World in Florida numerous times. And so this movie was based on tom, um, Tomorrowland, like the futuristic theme park at, at Disney World uh, or Disneyland. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so fun. George Clooney plays this... Um, boy genius as he's gotten older he's kind of angry at the world he's a genius but his inventions haven't really taken off and he's had some issues when he was younger of people not believing him and anyway so um then Britt Robertson comes in and she finds him and they basically want to go and find Tomorrowland it was just very boring uh it, it was a box office bomb um, I wasn't connected to any characters. The storyline was all over the place. I just was, It you just know when you're really excited about something, yeah. especially having connections to Disney, I was like, oh, this is going to be great. And there were some moments that were really creative in terms of the inventions. Another There's a lot of inventions though. in this, exactly. Uh, but it was just a massive letdown to me. I don't it, know how George Clooney signed on to it.
0: This is one of those films where I, I saw it maybe once or twice back then and it feels like it was a lifetime ago, probably because it was so bad. But it was only twenty fifteen.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. It just, I just couldn't believe it. There was moments, especially by the end, and the end. You're like, you're supposed to be so amazed by what you're seeing on the big screen, and I was like, oh gosh.
0: I just remember it going nowhere. And, yes. And George playing a quirky scientist guy yeah, in a house that with weird right? gadgets did not work it's, for me.
1: No, me neither. Yeah. So I just and I didn't really connect to any of the kids in it, and so. That was a letdown, but let's talk about yours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I, I I was torn because there were there's a couple I would call misfires for George. Sure, but the number one bad one has to be good old 1997 Batman and Robin.
3: This is the way the world could end. Please show some mercy with ice. With a kiss.
2: Oh. With venom. I probably should have mentioned this. I'm poison. Poison Ivy.
3: And the only man who can stop them. I freeze. I'm Batman. Can't do it alone.
0: Batman will watch his beloved Gotham perish. And love, boys. There's a storm coming. Yes. This
1: film... I'm just so excited to talk about this movie. That's all.
0: Um it's not easy to play the Cape Crusader. No. Which I get it. Mm-hmm. But um this film <laughs> when I went back and watched and I was like I don't want to watch this again, but I will. It <laughs> I just when you thought it could only get it couldn't get worse. <laughs> I'm like, "Oh my god, this is the worst." And and this is directed by Joel Schumacher. Yes. We're talking the Lost Boys. Oh, I know. Flatliners. Yes. And our one of our favorites that we've talked in the past, A Time to Kill, and this. Oh my film gosh! It, I yes. Is painful.
1: So he, I, when it celebrated its twentieth anniversary in twenty seventeen, I guess right. Yeah. He, the director, came out and apologized, and well, I just, love it. and still is like, I I want to formally apologize. I think I really let down a lot of the fans. Um, didn't George Clooney tell Ben Affleck like, don't do it? And Ben Affleck didn't listen to him. I think George kind of famously said uh, it was a difficult film to be good in. And then Chris O'Donnell. (laughs) Yes,
0: as Robin.
1: Robin. um, He said he, in Batman Forever... The one with Val Kilmer. Yep. He said, I felt like I was making a movie. The second time, I felt like I was making a kid's toy.
0: Oh, wow. <gasps>
1: Burn. There were th- I feel like there's just too much stuff. Like
0: Yes. Poison Ivy. Poison Ivy played yeah. by Uma Thurman. Yes. Um, Alicia Silverstone as Batgirl.
1: Right. And then, and then, and then, Mr. Freeze.
0: Oh, my gosh. Schwarzenegger <laughs>
1: as the
0: most over the top. Mm-hmm. I think every other line had to be a cliche. Mm-hmm. It was bad. Like.
1: And... The pièce de résistance, you're forgetting the bat suit with the nipples.
0: Oh my god! That
1: was like the biggest no-no for so many fans. They were (laughs) like, why are you putting nipples?
0: First, another thing that I noticed in the opening scene is that it was very bad, almost 80s, almost 80s superhero where they cut to each... Putting on the hat. I know thing, exactly what and you're talking super, about. Super, and the the sound effects were almost mechanical. Mm-hmm. And they always had like butt shots, which was weird.
1: I I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Now it's funny because I was doing some research on it, and Batman Forever did pretty well. And yeah. I, I know some people didn't like it, and they were saying it was the beginning of the end. Of course, once Michael Keaton wasn't Batman anymore. Yeah. I actually I really mind. liked. I liked, Val I liked Val I thought Nicole Kidman was great in it. I even didn't mind Two Face. I know Ooh. he was over the top. Yes. It's the actor you don't like. Well. You're just not the biggest fan of.
0: Oh, which one? Oh, I'm I'm blanking.
1: You'll know it exactly. U.S. Marshals.
0: Oh, yes. Tommy Lee Jones. Tommy Lee Jones. Never smiles. I loved him in his films. I just don't... Yeah. He's not really one of my favorites. Yeah. Yeah.
1: uh, So, I believe he plays Two-Face. Yeah. He does, right? And then he has, like, an angel and a devil with him. And Drew Barrymore played
0: the angel side. Drew Barrymore.
1: I know. So, yeah. Uh, And then, of course, the Riddler. So, I know some people... Crapped on Jim that film. Carey. And I get it. But for someone who actually didn't mind Batman Forever, Batman and and Robin was just bad.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was uh <laughs> it was a joke. Like literally this I film. Know. And they tried to create a drama with if you read the comic books, it was always um Robin wanting more responsibility mm-hmm. and always Batman being like, you're not ready, all this stuff. But in this one, he was like a spoiled teenager.
1: It's I, weird. I know, with his motorcycle, right? Yeah. yeah. It's like,
0: Batman, I need more than that. You got to trust me. Oh, it was bad.
1: It just, yeah, and, and you know, of, of all the characters in this movie and actors, I know this sounds crazy because George Clooney plays Batman, but I forget about that part, and I focus more on all the other secondary characters because they were just, oh my goodness, like. but I should think of that movie and go right George Clooney is Batman I'm almost like I kind of forgot what he was like as Batman I forget well, what he's like as Bruce Wayne <laughs> yes
0: because you would think with modern writers he'd be a perfect Bruce Wayne
1: yeah but I, I don't like even remember that charming, performance
0: but in that one he barely had lines that's or what I he could barely be George it was all about the villains yeah and and oh my gosh I even have a line
1: hmm, yes
0: from Robin uh so Robin goes I want a car Chicks dig a car. Of course. He wants a Batmobile. And then his retort is, this is why Superman works alone.
1: Oh, goodness.
3: I want a car. Chicks dig the car. This is why Superman works alone.
1: Oh, bad. Uh, that that deserves to be like a TV show on the WB, and even then it wouldn't fly.
0: No, it's very... <laughs> Those shows are actually really good. <laughs> it's very Nickelodeon. That's <laughs> fun.
1: Ooh, I think they definitely fast-tracked this film. I think when I was doing research with the success of of Batman Forever, they fast-tracked it, and everything was very quick. Yeah. Um, and I, I think they probably needed to work on it a little bit more.
0: Yes. there is. This was very cartoony, made yeah. for, like, 12-year-olds. And if if you want to know the general feel, if you YouTube, just look for anything (laughs) with, because this is Mr. Freeze, the hockey scene. Okay. Being a Canadian, (laughs) just look up a hockey scene and you will see. Mr. Freeze, and somehow Batman and Robin have skates that can come out of their boots all of a sudden. All of a sudden, they're hockey players. About that. It's like, okay. Uh, and they're literally playing hockey with a diamond that they're trying to keep away from Mr. Freeze.
1: Oh, that says it all.
0: I'm like, is this Michael Scott? Is this <laughs> threat whatever, threat level midnight <laughs> from The Office? This seems like a Michael Scott Michael film. Scott. Um, that's how... Oh my gosh, the comical this was! This is yes. like Dwight Schrute wrote this.
1: Yeah, this is bad news bears, man.
0: But I yeah, guess I if, you guys, if you guys, if you guys want to be amused, and
1: I kind of do, I kind of want to go back and watch it now. Oh, I watched man. it a lot as a kid. Like, don't get me wrong, I watched this a lot.
0: But I remember back then thinking. Oh, yeah, superhero movies. I
1: was like, Mr. Freeze, Schwarzenegger's the best.
0: But any time it was on any kind of replay on yeah. TV when I would watch and I'm like, was it always this bad? Yes, it was. And it's worse. Yeah. <laughs> <No>.
1: <laughs> and it's worse. Oh, so much fun.
0: Okay, now go we're going to, to your fave. Yes.
1: You're going to think this is a crazy choice, only because you actually don't see George Clooney's face in this. You only hear his voice. I'm Uh-oh. talking about the stop-motion animation genius film, Fantastic Mr. Fox.
3: And so it begins. Welcome to the fantastic world of Mr. Fox. Woo! Should we dance? Ah, his life is fantastic. <laughs> Pure wild animal craziness. His wife is fantastic.
2: If what I think is happening is happening, it better not be.
3: His neighbors. Not so fantastic. This is Boggus, Bunts, and Bean, three of the meanest, nastiest, ugliest farmers in his valley. What was that? They're digging us out. But they're about to discover. Oh, Foxy.
2: Is help on the way?
3: He's one fox. I've got an idea. You can not outfox. Mole, what do you got? I can see in the dark. We can use that. Rabbit. I'm fast. Badger. Demolitions expert. What? Since when? Here, put these bandit hats on. I don't have a bandit hat, but I modified this tube sock. We look good. Yeah, we do
0: interesting choice. Uh, I know.
1: So here's the thing. I know you can't see George's face and you hear his voice. He's the main character in this and when I even go to describe the storyline you're going to be like, "Okay, it's about a what? fox you're and like, his family what? and He tries to steal from these farmers. Now, they're not very nice farmers. You don't feel bad for them. But then they try to kill him and his family because he's stealing food from them. So this is why I love it. So put the premise aside because you're like, huh? So this is Wes Anderson. You either love Wes Anderson or you don't. Luckily, I'm
0: on the Love Yeah,
1: me too. I think this is his best film. Um, Oh. I do. I really do. I'm not going to lie to you. The cast is ridiculous. You have Meryl Streep, who plays Mrs. Fox. (laughs) Bill Murray's in here. Willem Dafoe. Um, All his faves. Yeah, of course, right? And the reason why I like it so much is because all the different characters. It's quirky. It's funny. You fall in love with. Um, the son, who plays George Clooney's son Ash, he's just—he's played by Jason Schwartzman. He's just so quirky and weird. He has this like, just n- like
0: Jason's uh, like it But
1: it's so genius. Like every time I watch it, the music is wonderful. Every time I watch it, I'm giggling my face off. I've never had more fun. Mm, I was gonna say I've never had more fun watching stop motion animation. However, Nightmare Before Christmas.
0: Oh yeah, that's right up your alley. How can I yes. say that?
1: But to be honest. Any time of the year, I'll save that movie for Christmas or Halloween. Halloween, let's be honest. It's a Halloween (laughs) film. Let's be honest. You
0: watch it on Friday. I watch
1: it all the time. Um, But yeah, no, Fantastic Mr. Fox is is seriously one of my favorite George Clooney films for him, for how quirky it is, for all the different characters I'm in love with, Uh, the music. It's just a film I will watch any day. I have the soundtrack on my phone. Like, I love it so much.
0: See, when I rewatched it. You didn't love
1: it. You can say it.
0: And I love Wes Anderson but mm-hmm. it was I found it difficult for me the stop motion I don't know 100% and I
1: mean I, it's it's you know
0: the same thing happened to me with Isle of Dogs I was it I didn't love
1: Isle of Dogs as much
0: It it was hard for me I guess to suspend belief mm-hmm. when the animation's too Clunky,
1: Like, there? yeah. And it's supposed to look like that on purpose, yes, right? It's very, yeah. It's, if you ever yeah. watch, like I've gone behind the scenes and of, oh, f- oh. of films of stop motion animation. I mean, these people are freaking geniuses yeah, and the amount crazy. of patience they have to do what they do. Every scene, every movement has to, they have to move it slightly. These different characters. But, um, but aside from that, yeah, I see, I'm able to look past that. And I just, there's some of the funniest characters I've ever seen in a film.
0: And it's also hard because, um, I guess uh, once you're a fan of these actors and actresses, yeah, when they're talking, I know that's George's voice. And yes, it's so George, and yes. he's like, but well, see, so I like I'm, that. I was thinking, it, and it's 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 hard for me to be like not just picture George there or picture Meryl <laughs> Streep. Like, or, there's no way George or could or be Murray. a box. yeah. And maybe it's just that's the only part that it's it's difficult, probably just for me to. Right. Whereas when no, if it's, I, it, I
1: think stop motion is it's hard. I it's guess. not for everyone. Let's just put it that yeah. way. We know that. I just
0: whereas Lion King or like or yeah, like it's Toy different. Story, more traditional animation. I, can, I don't know why. I can it really maybe just because visually it, there's a different connection. But it's
1: smoother. Yeah. It doesn't you know it doesn't take you out like there are times when I watch stop motion. But see, I'm just floored by it and so amazed that when I do watch it, I'm like, this is the best stop motion I've ever seen.
0: Okay, so you're in.
1: I, yeah, I'm a I'm a really big fan yeah. of of that kind of an, animation. But be, honestly, but beyond that, it's just there's the characters. My good lord, I don't know why I just love it so much.
0: You and, don't have to. And there's you know, a scene. Sometimes there's something. Yeah, what's your favorite scene? There's a scene
1: in the office when he gets in a fight, and I, I want to say it's with a possum, but I could be totally wrong. <laughs> and he has this like like they like growl and they fight each other, and it's so freaking funny. I don't know. Maybe there's something wrong with me.
3: How's your old lady doing? Do you refer to my wife. She was the town tart in her day, wild and footloose and pretty, pretty as a minx, though.
0: Is that true?
3: Of course not. I mean, certainly she lived. We all did. It was a different time. Let's not use a double standard. She marched against. Them. But town tart? Shut up.
1: I did say my favorite was the descendants. Transcript.
3: But um, she likes the fight with the possum. Yeah.
1: Or any scene that Ash is in his son. His son um gets is jealous of the of his cousin that comes to stay with him because his cousin can do anything and he's like bad at everything. And so any scene between those two cause Ash is just so jealous. It's so
0: great. <laughs> I could picture Ash uh, Schwartzman.
1: Oh my gosh. It's just uh, Ash reminds me of my own brother. Oh, really? So he's very quirky, he's you know. <laughs> Maybe that's why I love the film so much. But yeah, I just thought it was great.
0: Fantastic Mr. Fox. Yeah, yeah Wes don't get me wrong, Wes Anderson, he the way he tells stories and it's always a unique twist yeah. for sure.
1: Do you have a favorite Wes Anderson real quick?
0: Ooh. Oh. Do you man. like the, the
1: hotel one? Everyone I, loves the hotel I one. I do
0: like the hotel one. Um Lobby boy. Um,
1: <laughs> and here's the thing, I will say, I'm sure you could have another voice actor and the movie would have been just as good. But there is something about George Clooney's voice um, and his intonation and his style of acting that for me really came through. A stop-motion character.
0: <laughs> <laughs> she chooses a stop-motion character. I did. Um, oh, my favorite's got to be Life Aquatic with Steve Zizu.
1: Oh my goodness, I haven't seen it. What? <clears throat> I know. I wasn't sure if I was going to admit that, but I haven't. You got to. And we were talking about the Grand Budapest. That's it. The freaking hotel one. Yep.
0: Yeah. Royal Tenenbaums. I love Grand Budapest Hotel. Moonrise Kingdom was interesting. That was good, too.
1: I didn't like that one as much. It's not funny. uh, Yeah. Yeah. Is that with the two kids? Yes. Yeah. I didn't love it. Ed Norton. I love Edward, Edward Norton.
0: Yeah. I can't. Oh, man. Yeah. Life of Dogs could not get into it and i love i love dogs sorry yeah I,
1: I, I liked the beginning but i really fell off in the middle and towards the end
0: i might have fallen asleep
1: i, I was, was on a plane maybe didn't. i should see it on a bigger screen yeah <laughs> 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 okay let's go to yours
0: okay my number 1 is an older one from 1998 out of sight
3: thank you flooded it <laughs> Get out of the car, sir. Well, you're the reason, my friend, that I don't keep all my money in the bank. You'd be surprised with all you can get. And ask for it the right way.
2: Two men by the fence.
3: It's okay, we're the good guys. What are you
2: doing here?
3: You're just a girl. What do you do for a living? You back a shotgun.
2: I'm a federal marshal, and you're under arrest.
3: I'm in. Let's go. Hey, you comfy? You have got to be kidding. Now you be a good girl. Now I'm gonna open up the. Hey, you want to sit down and have cocktails with a woman who tried to shoot you. It was an
2: unusual experience. Wow, you are mean! Oh, well, what, one last score? Be to of some island, is that the idea?
3: Partial to the mountain with myself. If you like island, we'll pick an island.
2: Damn it, Jack, put the gun down!
3: You wouldn't do that. No, why not? you're having too much
0: fun. Tell me you've seen this. I have. You
1: don't want to know why. When I took acting classes like 10 years ago, I had to do the hotel scene or one of the scenes in the hotel because it was like a very sexy scene between Jennifer Lopez and George Clooney. Um, And I don't know, like, it's not like I had to do anything sexy. It was just their dialogue going back and forth between each other. uh, Great scene. Yeah, it's a great scene. So I remember I had to go home. I'd never seen it. And I was like, damn, this is, aside from George Clooney, this is a really good Jennifer Lopez role. Yes. Like, this is a great film, both of them.
0: Yes, I have, it was hard for me to take this away from j because in the future, if we choose JLo, yeah. it would have been out of sight. Yeah. But.
1: Not the wedding planner? Just kidding.
0: Oh, that'd, be, that'd probably That's be a good one. I yeah. watch
1: that every time it's on TV. I will admit <laughs> that. Okay, keep going. Nothing
0: wrong with that. That's McConaughey in his. Uh, Before prime.
1: he got really serious. Yes. Yeah.
0: All right. All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> um so directed by Steve Soderbergh. Yes. Um he plays Jack Foley, a, a lifelong bank robber, but probably the most charming bank robber you'd ever meet. So charming. Um so this is George um bank robber. It starts off escaping prison and then a US marshal played by Jennifer Lopez is coming to transport a prisoner, it gets kidnapped by George and the um, Ving Rhames, who's there to, to pick him up, and a love connection forms, and at the most random spots.
1: I know, yeah. but it's like they have they had sizzling chemistry.
0: Chemistry was off the charts it was on this great. one. Great, right? yeah, that's why a, my favorite scene would have to be one of the dialogue scenes between him and her, whether it be them in the trunk. There's some nice little yeah, lines. Yeah, the trunk.
1: Is there something with a bathtub scene?
0: Yes, well that's after the whole thing Okay, They have kind of this Chat and then she's For once she's fantasizing about George in a bath
1: Right, okay that's what I'm thinking That's what I'm remembering Um,
0: But the scene that you did for acting class That would be my favorite scene Because it starts off We'd start from Jennifer Lopez at a bar um, Guys trying to hit on her And then I remember the camera motion um, It's in the window She's looking into the window And the, the snow is coming down nicely And then in the, after these three guys try to pick her up, she's like, I'm done with these guys trying to pick me up. You see uh, George Wanderover doing, um, with a Zippo, which I used to do. I didn't even smoke, but I would do the same flick thing that he does. Because
1: of the movie? Because of the movie.
0: <laughs> That's how into this you're movie so I was. You're so cool. So if you ran into me in the early 2000s, <laughs> I don't smoke, but I'd have a light He was doing his
1: best George Clooney. Um, you just no one knew it. <laughs> but Yes,
0: but it would be this flick with the Zippo where it would, uh, it'd kind of be like you're snapping your fingers, but yeah. then when it would land, it would be lit um, but he always and it's a way to different ways to open it anyway so he's doing that in the window and she turns and it's him
3: Can I buy you a drink
2: yeah I'd love one yeah. so. I'm Celeste. It takes forever to get a drink around here. There's a only one bar. mattress.
3: Oh, don't go. Those guys bother you.
2: Oh, they're fine. I mean, you just got here. you help yourself? You like bourbon? I love
3: it. We got that out of the way. Tell me, Celeste, what do you do for a living?
2: I'm a sales rep. And I came here to call on a customer, but uh, they gave me a hard time because I'm a girl.
3: Is that how you think of yourself? As a salesman? As a girl.
2: Yeah, I don't have a problem with it.
3: I like your hair. I like your outfit.
2: Actually, this is my second favorite outfit. I had a first favorite, but it got ruined, and I had to get rid of it. You did. It smelled.
3: Really? Having it cleaned didn't help.
2: No. (laughs) So tell me, Gary, what do you do for a living? How far do you want to go with this? (sighs) Not yet. Don't say anything
3: yet. I don't think it works for somebody else. Gary and Celeste, what do they know about anything?
2: Well, this is your game I've never played before.
3: It's not a game. It's not something you play.
2: Well, does this make any sense to you?
3: It doesn't have to. It's something that happens. It's like seeing someone for the first time. Like, you could be passing on the street, and and you look at each other, and for a few seconds, there's this kind of a, a recognition. Like, you both know something. The next moment, the person is gone. And and it's too late to do anything about it. And you always remember it because it was there and you let it go. And you think to yourself, what if I had stopped? What if I had said something? What if? What if? It may only happen a few times in your life. Home once. Home once. It's just a great scene.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I remember that.
0: Oh, I'm sure you would. That's a good movie. That would be a tough scene too.
1: Yeah, there yeah. were. It's not like we had to do anything physically. No, because even
0: the movie, it's not. There's no, no physical. It's all yeah, great yeah. written dialogue, and it's about the connection between them.
1: Right, and so if making it about me for two seconds, you would like you had been, the whole thing was like finding a connection with somebody who you don't know. Yeah. Who for, you know, and that's tricky, and it's just chemistry. simple conversation in in a sense. So yeah, it was good.
0: Yeah, no. Good movie. it's a great supporting cast. Don Cheadle. Oh yeah. Was uh, he played Don one Cheadle. of the villains? He was amazing. He's um, What's his name from Reality Bites? Who plays Ethan Hawke? No. Um, Steve Zane. Steve on. Oh! <gasps> Did you hear what I
1: said? I said Steve, and then I said Zane because I'm thinking his last name.
0: Yeah, you were there. I was so close. You were there. Yeah. Yes, Steve Zahn, who's been in everything. You're
1: yeah, right. I really like him. He's 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 good. Yeah, he was
0: great in this too, as uh <laughs> kind of uh, a <laughs> dumb,
1: <laughs>
0: kind of a dumb.
1: No, he plays a good character actor. I sort of feel like this is a film too. Like now, was this one done before One Fine Day or after? After. Okay, so yeah, he'd already done his films, but there was just something about this film that felt like like it wasn't as big of a box office hit like one fine day like do you remember how huge that was but i don't know in terms of taking him like as a serious actor or i don't know it was just kind of it seemed like a bit of a different role for him i really liked it
0: well coming up and lately everyone has called him when we talk about iterations and funny enough this being the understudy when they think of george they're like he's the new school gary grant
1: oh my goodness and when they would show pictures
0: you're like oh my god he is that all-class charismatic actor um so to find, I don't know, it's tough to follow him.
1: The most charismatic actor that I've seen, and this is very different because this guy's British, but is Taron Edgerton. This guy has played so many different roles. Um, and he's obviously in the new Elton John biopic Man, which I've seen. And it's amazing. I just think he has, I know he's British and it's like hard to, you know, they obviously talk differently. But um there's something about him that has that charm factor, but can play a variety of different roles and surprises me. Whereas I found, I have found with George and his career, yeah. like his movie choices, and just when you're like you think you know what kind of actor he is, he'll he'll do something that surprises you. So I'm I'm throwing in, and not just because I've seen Rocket Man recently, but I think Taryn Edgerton okay, is on that kind of level.
0: Probably the people that haven't seen. Um, Rocky Man would know him from the Kingsman series. Yes. Right?
1: Oh, my God. Talk about charm. My goodness.
0: Well, we can tell how he can do a, uh, action.
1: Very true. But now I'm
0: trying to think of someone older. like because Okay, older. Almost, older. George almost always seemed to be salt and peppery.
1: Mm-hmm. That's a good uh, point. Early on. So yeah. you
0: almost feel like the crop of actors that are reaching that range would be, could be, if we're thinking British, Jude Law would fall into that. Okay. older. What about um, like a
1: Jake Gyllenhaal? I mean, he's already there, but.
0: I would almost choose Gosling and. Yeah, Gosling. I was thinking Gosling. Um, because we've seen them in charming roles. Um, Gosling.
1: Uh, side note. Did you see First Man?
0: No. I I've saw had it, on queue. it. And what did you think?
1: I was bored.
0: Okay. And I you're love the, Gosling. You're not the first to tell I, me that they didn't really use him I, or at least his power. No,
1: I was very well. confused. He also was not the most likable character. And maybe that that is who Neil Armstrong really is. But.
0: Well, I, yeah, I don't know.
1: I, I, I just wasn't. Neil Armstrong, right? <laughs> I yeah. just thought.
0: Well, speaking of like when it c- comes to Ryan Gosling and George, they were both in Ides of March and they were really True. great together. Yeah. I just thought of that because we said Ryan.
1: Yeah. I, I would definitely say charm factor and who can play a variety of roles. Ryan Gosling, hands down, fine. Better than my Taren tin choice.
0: And who else I thought, speaking of Canadians, was Ryan Reynolds.
1: Oh, yeah, 100%. Because
0: um, he's single-handedly, charmingly kicking ass as Deadpool. Yeah. But I can picture him going back now that he's a bit older um, and being the lead in a sophisticated rom-com.
1: Yeah, I would agree you know? with you. Yeah. Because
0: I did not... Like him With Sandra Bullock In that
1: The proposal Yeah So you know what I It fell
0: flat for me well, As much as they're both So sharp <laughs> It almost seemed like They're together It wasn't It was almost like They were too sharp
1: Yeah They were almost so funny Separately Like he was funny As the one who always You know Had to be at her beck and call And she was funny As like the mean boss And then they kind of Help each You know Yeah They kind of grow and help each other out. But yeah, as a couple, it's so funny. I think that was like my least favorite part of that film, but I love the film just because I love both these Banter, actors and yes. they were really funny as friends in my opinion, like before they did, you know, had that chemistry there as like a romantic chemistry. Yeah,
0: I never bought the chemistry. Maybe. Yeah. It felt more like brother, or sister, funny. Kind of. Or which, best friends. Funny. Yeah.
1: But I, I was able to suspend, believe enough. Like they're both good actors. So I was like, okay, cool. And they, but like the lead up to all of that was my favorite
0: part. Okay. Yeah. I almost bought, uh, I almost bought Hugh Grant with uh, Sandra Moore, but and it wasn't even as like. Oh, joke.
1: in two and a half weeks. Yeah,
0: is that what it's called? Yep.
1: Yeah, I think that's what it's yeah. called. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like the proposal though. Maybe it's because Betty White's in it and she's hilarious, <laughs> and I love the family and and I love Sandra Bullock.
0: Yeah, and so Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds. Yeah. Ryan Gosling. I say,
1: I would. My choice would be Ryan Gosling out of all all of those choices. Or a young Taron Edgerton, just wait, wait until you see okay. this guy. Well and I find his-
0: yeah, I, I don't find Jake uh Charlie.
1: not on that level. No. Okay. Okay.
0: Um don't worry. Don't get me wrong, he has some great <laughs> don't performances.
1: Worry. Okay.
0: He's had some great performances. Um but and does make interesting choices. He but.
1: does. He makes some strange do you remember the Nightcrawler? Uh, yeah I was
0: gonna say Nightcrawler. Um yeah. like he has range but
1: mm-hmm.
0: when George I don't know and especially Not only in the oceans when he's winning back Julia Roberts. Yeah.
1: But the thing with George is George is George in every role he does. He can play a serious role. He can play. But he always brings. A bit of George. George. Which I think we all love. That's why we love watching these actors in these films. I I would feel. You know. Yeah. Brad Pitt though. He can really transform into some different characters where you're like. Damn.
0: (laughs) Well it's different because. When you go. When people are like Christian Bale. Great actor. But could I tell you how, what's Christian Bale about him? No, no disappears. Right.
1: And right? that, that's, that is that kind of a, an yeah. actor and that's an amazing actor too. But I don't know, like the Julia Roberts always bring that Julia Roberts to the role or
0: yes. even Sandra
1: Bullock to an extent. Yes.
0: No, they fall into where we love yeah, them. We lo-
1: exactly. Yeah, we love, exactly. So yeah, finding a, and you know, Ryan Gosling does do that in a lot of his roles. He'll play different roles. Do you remember the what, Lars and the Real Girl? Yes. Oh my gosh, it his was love with at the, the doll.
0: That was big because um, I remember his yeah. stardom was pretty big and mm-hmm. when he showed up at TIFF and brought his sister and his mom or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: So he can really lose himself in a character too, but there is always that. Tr- I mean, a guy's in love with this doll and you love him in it. for you know. He did
0: have that bad ho- hockey mustache in it or something, yeah, didn't but he? But it's
1: like it didn't matter. Yeah, no, he's... He's good. So yeah, I would say like I'm going with Ryan Gosling.
0: I feel like <laughs> a lot of the actors that we love... Like, I'd say like Keanu. Oh, I love He's Keanu. always Keanu. He is. Yeah.
1: Have you seen that new one, um, Always Be My Maybe? Yes. I haven't seen it yet. And Keanu makes an yes. appearance in that. And I was it's, gonna it's say, gone viral on social media. Everyone d- just loves that scene.
0: I did forget to say that. I did see that um, this what'd, past weekend. What would you oh. think?
1: I haven't seen it yet.
0: Well, the premise is, is been done where you think of high school best High school, elementary, best friends, lose touch, and then somehow run into each other later, and they, yeah, but they had chemistry back then. All this stuff, um, it had some shortcomings. Okay. Um, most of all, uh, the casting for me was off for me.
1: Oh, okay. Um,
0: Ali Wong, I find super funny. Yep. And Randall Park is great and off the boat in other roles. I love him. I just. Didn't buy it. In I here. don't buy him as a leading man.
1: Okay, that's fair enough.
0: There, it's like, is it, yeah, I don't some,
1: know. Some people have that, and some people don't, and that's fine. It's just yeah. some, yeah. It's when it's I interesting, when huh?
0: I, when I'm if I'm gonna be invested into the lead couple, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there has to be something where I'm like, fuck, I love these two. You're connected, yeah. Yeah, and and I almost don't. I don't know. I just don't. His character is, I don't know. Oh, well, I'm gonna it have to go watch, okay, gonna go watch it Okay I'm gonna go watch it I want you to see what you think But okay. the Keanu For me Now that it's I've Luckily I watched it right away So I, I got to actually be surprised <laughs> um, But yeah See it I just like to see rom-coms Again Trying to push Push Different Angles And to have two um, I guess she's Chinese and he's Korean. Anyways, to have these leads that are off the mainstream hundred percent, yeah, no,
1: and we're seeing more of that, which is just finally, my goodness,
0: I know it's great, it's new sick. stories, yeah. Um, but I'm excited to see what you think of this and Kay. The American,
1: amazing. I uh, honestly, I'm gonna go home and watch The American right now, even though The Bachelorette is starting in six minutes.
0: You have a PVR, no? Yeah, a PBR? Okay, I don't want to. Mi- I don't want you to miss.
1: Don't judge me that I like The Bachelorette. Yes. Okay, it's Morgan, for work.
0: Morgan was nice enough to come after her full work day. So <laughs> we have to get her to the bench. <laughs> but this was fun. George, I hate myself, okay? George could be one of my, I don't know. He's probably one of my faves Your
1: for sure. top. Yeah. I know. He's, he's
0: solid. So you guys are going to stay, have to stay tuned to see who the next one on the next episode will be. Yeah. Um, this was a lot of fun,
1: Morgan. I know.
0: We'll see who's next. Thanks, Morgan.
1: Thanks, Joe.